Welcome to the effects loop. I'm Diaz. <laughs> I'm Chris. And I'm Scott. <laughs> and we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by our patrons, because y'all are awesome, and you give us money. I'm not allowed to make a joke there anymore. Um, <laughs> but There's the joke. That's the, that's the joke is me referencing the not joke making. Um, all right, so go to patreon.com slash the effects loop if you want to join our wonderful group of patrons, pa- patrons from the Patreon. Supporters. This Yeah. Patreon. If you can't be an athletic contender be an athletic supporter what that's a greece that's from greece did you that was like one of my favorite jokes in greece it's been a while it's it's whenever she does the announcements you can't be an athletic contender be an athletic supporter it's a jockstrap joke that was new it's new by referencing greece It's the first time I've referenced Greece on the show. I think that's accurate. No, I'm just waiting for Ben or Tom or somebody. Well, actually, first well, time you referenced Yeah. Episode 26, 14 minutes in, you said greased lightning. <laughs> all right. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, once again, thank you to all of our supporters. Th- thank you for that timely reference from that 1978 movie, Greece. Did you look that up? Yep. Okay. <laughs> just, just wanted to make sure you didn't get full credit for knowing the year Grease came out. No, but I mean, that's wow. young John Travolta, so. I was like, yo. All right. Um, so. Did you speaking... just Joey Lawrence impression? <laughs> what? John Travolta? I'm... Sure. I mean, they're the same impression. It's the same picture. It's the same guy. <laughs> they're the same people. Yo. You know, I'm a John Travolta. You know, they uh, took off my face. It's in that face off movie. All right. <laughs> Scott, what's new with you? <laughs> I'm doing the rest of the episode in John Travolta voice. <laughs> Just deal with it. <sighs> you asked for it. Oh, I didn't. You did. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. Got the, I got the message to prove it. Run the tapes back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gladys, if you could pull up the notes from the last <laughs> meeting we had. Thank you. Weird how it's handwritten. On a napkin in your house. <laughs> How'd that happen? Why is that so funny? Because <laughs> that's so something you would do. It is. It's like, here's the note to prove it. Yeah, right here. It says it. It says, like, oh my God. It, it'd be something. Taco Bell in the back. Yeah, it's on, a, it's on the back of a Taco Bell receipt. Scott's never even oh eaten that cookout. How do you have a napkin from it? I yeah. Oh, you didn't even gosh. spell Scott right. <laughs> There's there's no K in Scott. It's just it's, it's a, a scooter. <laughs> Oof. Um, um, are we on what's new? Yes. Yeah, stuck, sure. Are we are we just stuck in this stupidity for a little while? What are what well, are we doing here? Well, while we just let's just take the scenic route to the stupidity. And on the right, you can see Diaz being a jackass. On the left, you can see Scott being a dick about Diaz being a jackass. 
And then there's Chris just over here looking at the sky, having no clue what's going on. At least it's accurate. I mean, yeah, it was pretty accurate. I thought that was very, very well done. Yeah, I mean, you you acknowledge that me being a dick is perfectly justified. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying like. <laughs> I, not like I was like, here's Scott being a dick because the sky is blue. <laughs> no, it's because Diaz is Diaz. Diaz is as Diaz does, you know. Hey, there's a shirt idea. D- <laughs> Diaz is as Diaz does. Have you have, uh, have we updated our Teespring or whatever the the service we use? Oh God, no! But we need not to. E- not I even need close. To find, I need to reach out to somebody to get us some T-shirt designs, like just some basic ones. I, I think Diaz Nuts is going to be a a popular one. Oh my God! <laughs> At least John's so bad if one. we ask Jonathan Burns to draw that one out. <laughs> Jonathan Burns. That's a name drop that I don't know. What? He's he's the guy that owns all the fancy gear and gear exactly. talk prison worship. He does. He's like he an does, hour from me. He does graphic design. No. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought Joshua Frazier was the only person who did graphic design. No. And Karen. I mean, that was like and, the uh, thing he does on the side. That Eric, uh, Eric guy. Fucking Eric. I don't know who Eric is. <laughs> anyway. All right, all right, Got. Scott. Scott, what's new? What's new, Scott? Get us focused. Did we talk about? A, I got another DRV. No, no. Yeah, I got another DRV. So I sold my old one six? a while ago. Oh, um, okay. Oh, uh, okay. I thought two. like you had two at the same time. I'm like different colors. Well, so I had the blackout one. Uh huh. Which is beautiful. It's beautiful, but you can't read it when you're actually trying uh, to adjust it with the stage lights down. Yeah. Um, so I bought. Uh, I sold it during the great gear crunch of last year because. Why not? Because um, I was like, oh, I'll just get on the wait list again and just get a new one and eat the flip. You know, like I made like whatever, 50 bucks or whatever on selling it. So um, I got a new one in the number three colorway, which is the white box with the. Uh, <gasps> you okay, Tio? Uh The date on the. Uh... I can't tell what you said. Waitlist. You said something about. Wait. Are you finally coming up on the waitlist? Because it's been uh, like I'm, three or four I, years. I'm checking. I'm checking. Just. They're they're four years long now. Like it's it's getting long. It's 2017 wow. dates still. I'm a 2019. Yeah, so I still have I, it in the plastic. I haven't opened it yet, but yeah. Oh, my camera's off. Anyway, it's the white one with the uh, silver knobs. And the nice. the red, yellow, and red, or blue, yellow, and red stripe on the logo which is easier to see so i'm going to keep it that way uh so at some point i need to profile this thing and throw it on uh, my quad cortex it's on september 19th 2017 i'm september 30th oh man you're right up in time i know it's getting close which is great so that means i got about three months to save up (laughs) no actually you you got about a month yeah well I mean, even then, when, once it comes up, I don't have to buy it right away. That so. is true. That is true. Yep. Uh, so what are you selling to make that happen? Well, I accidentally uh, sold... Well, not accidentally, but I got a random reverb notification that my pink pellets are sold. That's, That's been, been up for ever. Yeah. Two years? Has it really? Like it's, yeah, it's just been sitting there. I mean, they didn't make an offer or anything. They just bought it. Huh. They paid with a firm, so... Yeah. Well, hey, I got my money. 
a firm seems like overkill for a two hundred dollar pedal. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I'm I don't care. Mm. I mean, I'm getting my money. Dave Ramsey cares. <laughs> you know what? I'm like really pissed off. Well, I've I've been I've become way more financially responsible, so I haven't bought. I I, I kind of went crazy there, like whenever I first moved into my own place and everything kind of i honestly my goal was while i had the ability to was to buy all the sh- shit i wanted to buy that's how credit works and that's how you get stuck in credit well like, i'm got... guilty too here dude how long how no, many no, no, years no. i no, 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 paying I didn't, off a but, car but, i shouldn't have bought but i used like quad pay or after pay is like we'll split up into four payments okay. so and i've got all of those paid off now that's and good. I, I mean, that, I that, but that's that's where people get into trouble is they right. round up all these giant like you, you're just stuck in payments and then something else hits you. Right. So now you need to finance that and then you need to finance that. Right. So, I mean, like, the, the only thing, the only two things that I've picked up that I'm financing since I got my own since I got my own place is furniture. Well, I guess one thing like it's all my furniture. So how many sucks. different synchrony credit cards do you have right now? I have no I have no credit cards. Oh. So, um, but I mean, I'm pretty much my goal is within the next year. Well, what I'm wanting to do is once I get my income tax return, I'm going to use all of that to pay off, uh, pay off my furniture and then, you know, and then just kind of chill. But I'm, I am moving into, if I want to buy something, I have to sell something or I'm going to have to start gigging again. I mean, I, I don't know about you. This is less a financial decision and more a just I'm out of space kind of mentality now that I've been living in my place for too long. I'm I'm definitely having a just I have too much junk or just yeah. stuff that's sitting around. And so things like with some gear stuff, I'm like, it, all right, what's leaving if I'm buying this? Because like I don't want to store all this stuff anymore. I just feel yeah. weird. Like spending a year and a half inside my house as much as I have made me really conscious of how quickly things become messy or cluttered and stuff like that. And I'm like, if I'm not using it, I want it gone. Well, I've got all of my, I mean, my pedals are set up as kind of decoration. You know what I mean? Like you, you guys saw earlier. Yep. It's, it's, it's part of the decor in my apartment. So that doesn't bother me. Um, but there is some stuff that I'm like, uh, I'm never going to use this. So I, I'm pretty much what I'm looking at is I'm looking at getting things I, I don't plan on using. And because uh, there is I do I do want to get a board because I haven't had a pedal board in months. Um, I've just been kind of throwing pedals on the ground and messing around. Wait, did um, you sell your old boards? Nope, still got them. Uh, but I'm going to get a bigger board <clears throat> because the pedals I want to put on it now are a lot larger. Like my rotosphere. I, I want that on my pedal board. You're gonna have to get like a '90s like or holy board and like the giant, you know. Um. Well, I'm six thinking, foot wide, Mike Eisinger. Well, no, layout. I don't think it'll be that bad because I've really calmed it down in my like delay section. And I mean, reverb. I've just got my Flint. That's my that's my reverb and my tremolo. That's um, it. Uh, yep, that's all I'm using for reverb and tremolo. Wow. Is, 
the the flint because the flint can get um i don't really go into the whole shimmer spacey thing with my reverb mm. um but the flint can get me very 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 ambient sounding um if i want to so it's not a huge deal and tremolo i'm not a huge tremolo guy i use tremolo like one of two ways i usually use it as just a really soft kind of like um make my noise you know make a little bit of noise or i'm very choppy tom Morello. and the flint can do both oh dude get into harmonic tremolo well there's a harmonic tremolo on the flint i know but like once you get bit by that bug oof. see yeah. it's actually partly that's i don't really like phasers that much because i like harmonic trem so much right and they kind of well, that's my swirl yeah that, if, you, if you think of it that way mm -hmm. um I, I very much though go to a tremolo faster than I go to um, a flange or a chorus or even a phaser. See, chorus, chorus is a weird one for me too. I don't use a lot of chorus. So I've got the eddy very small mm -hmm. and it covers a lot of ground. Um, but before we forget, uh, so my what's oh, new is I, hey, I actually, I forgot to mention my other thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so this is going to sound goofy, but um, I went on Amazon and got a bunch of ring resizers. Have you seen these? Have you heard this? They're little strips of foam with adhesive on the back of them where they're meant for like if your ring is too big and I put them in my slides. Oh, wow. And now my slides fit like a glove, like super tight. And it feels like I've been practicing for 10 years on a slide. It's amazing. Like what one, when one fits, how much better it is. Huh? So you sound better or you just think you play better? Uh, my technique is better. Cause like, it's not okay. flopping on me anymore. Okay. And so now I'm doing that thing where like, if you can, if you fret the note underneath the slide, you can play notes underneath it. Do you know that trick? Yeah. Yeah. So before I couldn't do that. Hmm. So there you go. Ring resizers worked Ring. really well. Oh, that's cool. Um, my what's new is just that I sold a pedal without paying attention. So good job. Yeah. Hey, it was a win. Hey, look, <laughs> yeah, that's I money. mean, like, oh, okay. like, like pretty much. Well, I was sitting there and I was like, I was like figuring out my bills and everything. And I was like, Oh, it's going to be freaking tight. And then that's what she said. Your Pelotar sold. I was like, Oh, okay then. But yeah. All right, Chris, what's new with you? Bad. Um, I picked up a court. Um, <gasps> Oh, what was it? Yeah. Effector. Is yeah, the yeah. So what I didn't, I didn't. All right, so I've not been really chatting in the group that much. Um, I've been just really busy and kind of out of it. But mm -hmm. um, they had one of those in a pawn shop near me, and I freaking thought that it was like the craziest, cool, fun thing. How much did you pay for it? Uh, one sixty not bad no because i go for three something on reverb all day um but yeah the i i still don't know if it was like a battery thing or if it was something else because i've basically stripped all the electronics out of it at one point but basically every button <laughs> made it into a like tremolo basically so I think there was some kind of short somewhere. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to pull all this out and like go ahead and like refinish it like I wanted to. 
So that was the that was the ultimate goal was to basically just get a explorer style guitar that I can strip. <laughs> Did you use that a new neck on? Yeah, yeah, I had he used a, a uh, black standard and then a seventy uh, six er issue. Isn't that the the Kona or whatever color? The like yeah, the natural or Corinna, something like that. Corina. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, so I'm, I'm wanting to eventually work up to one of those again, but for now I'm probably just going to do a nice little sparkle finish on it and call it a day. There you go. Yeah. So I think that's all I have new. So. Oh, dude, my, one of my kids started picking up guitar. Tristan, my middle child. He was uh, he was just he picked up a guitar and started playing. He played the intro to Tennessee Whiskey, and he also played the intro... To, he loves uh, the theme song from Fallout. Interesting. Um, Couldn't even one? tell you what that sounds like. It is not the not the main theme, but it's the uh, it's an old timey song. Johnny guitar. No, no. It's um, hold Fallout's on. a video game, right? It is. It, it the it's by the Ink Spots. It's not so. It's not the theme song. It's one of the songs on it. It's "I Don't Want to Set the World on Fire" ah. by the Ink Spots, and um, it's really simple, and it was just really cool. Apparently, all of their songs start this way. Really quick. Do you think we'll get in trouble if I play the intro really quick? Yes. Okay. Well, do you want to risk it? No. No. I was just really you, you can send it to us. No, I'm not sharing anything. Post it in the group. Really. No, I don't want. Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to go, you can check out the group chat post in the group like right now so no one knows what it's like for at least 24 hours <laughs> do people actually go into the group i couldn't tell you i haven't been on facebook in a couple weeks i honestly i'll be honest with you i don't i don't even know maybe we'll do this to don't get sick. <laughs> shut up um but yeah so sorry that was kind of new for me too all right let's get let's get moving nice. on yeah and if you want to have fun, you can go to the effects loop group on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop and go in there and you can comment, be the first person to comment, comment a random vegetable. Okay. Speaking of random vegetables. So <laughs> because effects teams with Jordan Ziff for a miniature zipper over drop pedal. Um, so it's a modern twist on the TS style overdrive because we do not have enough tubes. Um, is is first it question. that? Is it that modern of a twi mix? Twist? Like what? I, Chris was asking me this during the intro, and I was just like, "He's like, what makes this special?" And I'm like, "It, I don't know." Oh, cool. first question is, who's Jordan Ziff? <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we don't feel bad. If you're Jordan um, oh, Ziff, okay. let me know who you are. Um, so if this is Jordan Ziff in this video, got a he looks interesting. He, yep, that's Jordan Ziff. Um, yeah, take a shower, dude. Uh, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> is he just a solo Come. artist? Like, does instrumental crap? I don't know. It's, so it's $169 for a tube screamer variant. Oh, he's the, the guitar miniature. player from Rat. Who? Mouse rat? No, just rat. No. Oh, no. I don't know who that is. 
Oh, Mouse Rat. That'd be great. <laughs> Rat's a 80s hair metal band. Round and round. Uh, oh, them? He joined in. Yeah. Stephen Pierce is the lead singer. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure he wasn't alive when most of their songs were on the charts. Probably not. He looks younger than us. Yeah. So. Right. Moving on. $169 for that. Uh, so it's magnetic. What, what makes it no, different? It has no, a mix no. knob so you can go wet okay. to dry. There's a there's an EQ knob bypass kind of a thing. So you have you have your normal gain tone level, whatever. There's uh, LED or asymmetrical or some other diode clipping options that you can switch between. There's a deep knob that changes some of the EQ character. So it's a versatile tube screamer, but I feel like this has just been done already. So you can go grab one for 170 bucks. <coughs> You're nah. right there, Diaz. <coughs> yep. Just waiting for it to hit. Anyway, Chris, what? T- talk to us about this new uh, phaser. The magnetic effects, uh, eye to eye phaser. I uh, yeah, it's a four stage analog phaser from New Zealand, from what I can tell. Well, it's a collaboration with the the band, the Datsuns yeah, uh, from New Zealand. Yeah. Magnetic um, effects who? might be out of England. They might be. No, they're out of England. Oh, they are. Okay. Um, yeah, there was not a demo on this one, so we cannot tell you what it sounds like. It's four-phase phaser or four-stage yeah. phaser. So imagine a two-stage phaser and then double it. That makes sense to me. Yep, math, math checks out. <laughs> Which one's the two-stage? Is that the phase 90? Or is that the phase yeah, 45? I, I really have no clue. Oh. I'm going to say the 90 because that's twice as much as 45. Well, just given how Diaz is our resident phaser aficionado, I would have hoped he'd know okay. something. I think he's so, kind of phased right now. Here, l- listen, hold on, hold on. So, uh, all right. Anywho, um, I, there's a there's a repair, there's a amp repair guy technician that's in my area that, in my opinion, is i mean he's really good he does a lot of work uh he's pretty well known in in east tennessee area i guess if you're having yeah whatever uh but he posted the other day and he was kind of like a, you know he doesn't understand why techs are rude to guitar players and how it's it how he he hates the fact that guitar players feel embarrassed that they don't know things about their amps and i posted on there and him and i had a good little chat about that was like my thing is, is i'm a guitar player when it comes down to it, like I know some things, but I'm not a, like I don't I'm not a knowledgeable person about how things work. I just know how to make usually I can make them sound good. So, yeah, I don't know shit about it. Fuck. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's like, I know. How Williams line. If only I could use that as our episode title. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit about fuck. Yep. That's my favorite Robin Williams line. If you haven't seen Robin Williams live on Broadway, you're missing out on some of the most amazing humor in the world. I don't think uh, I've seen there, it. And on the dude, oh my gosh! Yeah. Um. The on the there's an Easter egg on the DVD. I uh, dude. So it's it's from 2000 or 2001. I think it's 2000. Um. Like I was watching this in high school, and 
we used to like bring a portable DVD player to school and sit in the hallway and watch it. There's an Easter egg on the DVD that is just every swear word that he says just tied together. Just like, boom, 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 boom. It lasts over three minutes. So, I mean, from an hour long video, th like literally three whole minutes is just swear words. Just boom, 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 back to back. But yeah, um, so no, I don't know anything about the different stages of phasers. I like to flip the switches and turn the knobs and make it sound good. Anywho, that was my, I don't, was that a soapbox? Perhaps a small one. Very small soapbox. It's not the size of the soapbox. It's how you stand on it. Yeah. All right. So I feel like, did I, do we talk about this last week? This looks... Uh, no, I was not here. No, we did not. Did talk we skip about this, over it in our massive rundown? Like, I feel like this would have been something. The date on this should have been whatever. Whatever. We're talking about it again. Gordon Smith Guitars <laughs> introduces the Gatsby, its first offset electric guitar, featuring some you know home wound like GSP ninety pickups, an offset vibrato, and a roller bridge. I like this. I like the look of this I too. Feel, I feel it's very classy. I feel like it borrows from a lot of different styles of guitars. It blends a but, few though, which actually really mm -hmm. works. Right. But it, and it doesn't, honestly, I don't know if it's because the name it's named Gatsby. That makes me think it's more eloquent. Like that lens, that's a great name for it too. Like it looks very nice. I think the, the um, wood grain showing through is beautiful on this on the one that we're seeing the tobacco finish one mm -hmm. um and it's now available so you can get a poplar one for 1300 euros so that's probably what six us so oh, 1800 us those are not that's not the symbol for euros pounds pounds sorry go. sorry i apologize to all my british listeners our british listeners not mine yeah they only listen to you there's a few great so finishes they only get in here. One so, third they, of the episode. so they they do the pastel kind of blue, with mm -hmm. but they also do some interesting deep colors too, like this deep red, this deep maroon wine kind of finish looks great. Um, ooh, white with tort. Ooh. So it's a play on the Jazzmaster body, but it's not quite there. They do the three position switch up in the Les Paul position, which a lot of yeah. people like. Um. It's got that it's got that contour that reminds me of yeah. um like a strat like that uh mm. elbow rest contour mm. it kind of reminds me of like a PRS S2 okay well there that too maybe they stole it from Whereas a strat like or whatever a jazzmaster normally has an arm contour like a strat does it yeah okay That's why well it's maybe so it's a super comfortable um, arm contour i um, love the pick guard yeah the it's a it's a smaller pick guard instead of the full body kind of thing what does that remind me of reminds me of a um <clears throat> what is it i don't know it's interesting i don't know what it reminds me of Chris, uh, which part? The pick guard. 
The part we've been talking about for the past Sorry. Like, three minutes. Uh, my, I heard like a loud boom <laughs> outside, so I was curious. Chris uh, is distracted. Chris is distracted. Yeah, that never happens. Um, that looks like something you'd be able to tell me what it is. It's kind. It's kind of less junior esque. Yeah, that's. I, I wanted to say junior, but like I totally didn't want to be wrong since you're actually, more is it like, closer to an SG. A n- no. around it, mm, yeah, and around it SG because it's got like like half half C's. It's the the top on. part only because it follows the body shape, yeah. which an SG pickguard does. If you combined more. like the Gibson pick guards with like the off brand or higher end remakes, that's where I would think of this, like on a reverend or something. That's where I would place it. And this. I I haven't seen the headstock though. The picture of the headstock. The make or break it. That's true. Do we have a Yeah, you just uh-huh. gotta go to their website. Two tone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two-tone headstocks are beautiful. Or matching headstocks. I mean, you can... Some decent options in here. It's pretty Um, generic, custom-made. Has a a brass brass nut as well. Um, So, all in all, nice-looking guitar. Now, at $1,800, is this something... Yeah, that's totally... Yeah, that's a fair... I think that is a... um, that's the only offset I've like fully liked. I think that eighteen hundred dollars is a very fair price for that. First off, do we just hear Chris say he's never liked an offset before? Completely. Like, I'm, there's always something. I've I don't know. I haven't I haven't owned any offsets, have I? Besides the, I mean, technically the Firebirds and offset. Yeah, yeah isn't Firebird. It? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's technically I've owned a cheap I'm, Jazzmaster. I can't. I've never liked a, a Mustang or a Jazzmaster that I've bought. Like I've never bought one. I've never liked one enough to buy it. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not insulting people who own them, Scott. Jeez. Speaking of insulting, check out these new guitars. <laughs> so, are well, not new. Rolo. Rolla updates its Oz and Vasti models to a V3. We did we talk about, about these. these. We definitely talked about these. We did talk about these. They're very pointy. That's all I, I have to I say I do about like them, them, though. I do like them, though. Off the list. Deleted. Yeah. <laughs> Delete. You are... <laughs> your career is dead in regards to this episode. Damn. All right. So Gibson adds Ebony Did you just try to make a reference to something that we cut out of another episode? Gibson adds Ebony Hummingbird, <laughs> J45, and SJ200 to his exclusives collection. Okay. Cool. Neat. Expensive Gibsons. Ebony. Are they ebony colored or actually made of ebony? Lost um, nitrocellulose finish. That's all I know. Spruce uh, top. So they're just black guitars. Black painted guitars. Neat. I kind of awesome. like. What do you think of the hummingbird pickguard on a black guitar? I like it. I think it looks, it looks better than on a gorgeous natural. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I've always liked. So uh, nice. I've always liked the sunburst on that. One of my favorite things is I love the uh, what the double parallelogram or whatever those are called. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That inlay style. Yeah. 
versus like on the SJ two hundred, the uh, the crowns. Yeah, I'm, Kylo, shut up! You already want potty. Oh. No, he wants He's one been, with crowns. You want the one with the crowns, boo? You want the one with the crowns? Yeah, go get a job and order with daddy one. <laughs> All right, um, sorry, I'll stop Can talking. Can I just say forty forty six forty nine? For the price is a very specific number. They all came in at forty nines now. Is that the new ninety nine? It might be. Uh, maybe. Maybe they're for not, Gibson. They're not willing to call it for forty six fifty. They have to call it forty six forty nine. Yeah, forty six fifty just sounds cheap. Yeah, you're saving Ugh. a dollar. All right. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yawn. Yeah. All right. So this next one we really Chris, don't want to spend a lot of time on. Chris, why don't you tell what us about it? Um, well, my page crashed, so it is Harmony launches a Bigsby version of the silhouette. Okay, yeah, so they made a silhouette with a Bigsby. Cool story, bro. I like the silhouette. Ha- have we tried? I do too. I'm not. I'm not discounting the silhouette at all. I just think that it's just, they added a Bigsby. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's finally vibrato on the Harmony line. Oh, there hasn't been one. No, no. I mean, the Harmony guitar oh, has only been a thing for like two years. That's true. Well, this Remember version the, of Harmony has. Yeah, been, this version. Right. I mean, so this is the. Uh, these are being made in Kalamazoo, right? With the. Uh, out of the Heritage Factory? I believe sure. so. Yeah. <laughs> so, 1549. Yeah. Okay. American made guitar, gold foils, offset. I mean, they're great guitars. So fantastic i loved every i I will i want one of the gold ones the gold silhouettes i love it i think the silhouette's the only shape i actually like from harmony right now hands down you know there's a hell's angels in norway how did you get to that (laughs) because it's on the advertisement right below the article 20 brutal hell's angels rules that are mandatory can we talk about those Oh, are these the like clickbait, like, like fake yeah. news article things? Yeah. You know what pisses me off is how many like real news sites have this. Oh, I was about right. to say the fact that you click on them and they're not real. <laughs> well, there's that too, but like these are at the bottom of like CNN and Fox. Yeah. So like if you're looking up like going to, in all think, fairness, most most of, most of Fox is just clickbait anyway. So they're. they here. Oh, I'm sorry. Everyone, everyone I, has a has a, a healthy amount of that anyway uh, yeah i mean they all suck we'll just leave it at yeah that. there's a lot of clickbait yeah <sighs> speaking of clickbait black bobbin is coming out with their own custom jazz master line you guys familiar with black bobbin no no so remember uh chicago music exchange had shelby pollard yeah yes. he has gone off and started his own shop called black bobbin Okay, it was he was their offset guy, wasn't he? Like, he that was, was like, he was. They called him the sheriff, and he was Mister Jazzmasters. Um, Jazzmaster. Okay. And so he did a bunch of those videos with CME back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. And he he recently did an interview with uh, Tone Mob, where he kind of goes through his whole like story of like how he wound up here because he was doing something else for a little while. Then the pandemic kind of made him start his own shop, and so then he was doing coffee special coffee and now he's just been doing all these like special run kind of things with the hopes of eventually going to a full-size shop but um so he has a signature line of pickups with uh is it novak 
or is it Lawler? It's Lawler. He has a signature line of pickups with. Um, but yeah, this is sort of Shelby's ideal version of a jazz master um, being built by iconic guitars. Made to order. Good on, good on you, Shelby. Do do what you love. So you got all the classic stuff. You've got nickel frets. I You've love got the that clay dot. Guard. You got a cool tort. Um, you've got uh, a full mastery bridge and vibrato. Uh, it's 28 or 280k pots instead of a one meg pot. So it's a bit darker from the start. So you're not rolling stuff off. And I know that's how he personally set up his jazz master. So that is, um, something else pretty cool there. Uh, outside of that, I don't, do you see the price on it? Uh, I, you know, they're not going to put a price up on these. I, I think there um, was a price in the announcement. I'm just trying to find it. Um, but yeah, you, you got to order them. They're limited to, I can't remember, but, uh, the contours are changed slightly. The body shapes changed slightly. There's a different headstock because it can't be a fender one. Um, it's it, it's very close to the the fender headstock except for but where it curls into the like the ball at the end that it it's accentuated real yeah it goes really deep closer to the tuning peg it's a bigger ball so yeah yeah i like it you know what honestly i like the look of that i don't know if i'd ever play one but i mean i like it Oh, and it has a signature pickups if I didn't say that. So, oh. yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. So what's this next thing? Because you put this in here, and this seems like something that you'd geek out over. Yeah, so this was actually sent by a friend. Um, Black Lion Audio has released the PGP Portable Studio Grade Power Conditioner and Surge Protector. So I think uh, we've have we talked much about dirty power before and how annoying that is? Well, remember, whenever I was at my old house, I had very dirty power. Yeah, and how noisy that winds up making everything or when you have bad right. sharing power or whatever. And so right. you want to get a power conditioner that actually does some power filtering to cut out some of that right. noise and help you isolate your ground. Um, this is actually that technology brought into a surge protector format at so $70. Here's my, here's my question for um, an industry professional. So say I live in a house that was built before houses were like kind of required to be grounded. And that's why I have dirty power. Would this clean it up? Okay. Yes so no? theoretically, <laughs> you, you're, so you're, it's grounded in one way or another. It's just not grounded in the way you think it's grounded because all power has a ground. It has to in order to function. Um, okay. So it's just how it's grounded. And so you have the dedicated ground and then you have shared grounds and that's where things can get noisy is voltage differences between the ground and things like that. Um, so if you live in a house with, without a properly modern ground, right. um, sometimes one, you can actually, if you have conduit in your house, you actually might be able to just use the conduit as a ground. Uh, and still put modern plugs in. There are techniques and things like that. A lot of people just come in and they replace the, the plug with a new ground design. So it, it is able, you, you can retrofit houses if you don't have, if you just have the two prong outlets. 
Okay, let's let's just let's talk about this product though. Okay. You're, so, you're, you're, <laughs> I don't product, live there anymore. I'm not so, worried about it. So I think we've all seen, you know, in rack units, people will put like a firm and power conditioner. Right. Um, this essentially brings that technology down into a um, surge protector. Because okay. most people use either a power strip or a surge protector. Um, and Furman makes a surge protector that claims EMI filtering, but does not do proper power filtering. Filtering. Okay. So this is sort of this. There's a reason why this costs twice as much as the Furman power strip. How much is it? This is about seventy bucks. That's not horrible. No, and I mean when you For think what about what it's doing. I mean. It's a surge protector, so I, there will be people who will be like, well, I, I don't pay more than $10 for a surge But protector. if you're getting power filtering, that's yep. right there where I see spending the money. And also, I mean, here's here's the way I feel about this, um, especially if you're, like, taking this with you places. Number one, you're trying to – you're creating something to help protect your equipment mm-hmm. from – what power you, from the unknown yeah. from well, the power surges of, but because you don't know their power could be crap you know what i mean like it could be the rats chewing on the cable right there back you know like i mean 70 dollars for that peace of mind especially if you're like a gigging musician and your money there's a guy that um he's on facebook right now and he was dealing with the fact that he had uh crappy like power strips and they weren't surge protectors and he lost a lot of equipment Oh from, yeah, I mean, I from a giant power surge. I either had a power surge or my building got struck by lightning uh, a few years back, and a lot of my stuff survived it, but some things got damaged, and it particularly my uh, my cable modem and anything connected via Ethernet got fried in the process. Wow. So I lost my wow. Wi-Fi router. I lost um, the Ethernet jack in my um, iMac stopped stopped working. Oh. <sighs> But so it's Wi-Fi only now, but it, yeah. it's fine. And my sister's not complaining. So because I gave it to him. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, you know, those things can happen. And you should use surge protectors whenever you can. Always use protection, guys and girls. Don't get quiet with me. That was a legitimate <laughs> statement. It's not my fault that you can't stop thinking about other things, you pervert. All right, we can we can move on, Scott. I feel I segways are your job. I'm just waiting uh-huh. for you to move on. All right, all right. Yeah, you move on from this. All right. Well, speaking of moving on, pervert. Right, so, um, speaking. Well, we're not. Yeah, okay, speaking of moving on. All right. All right. All right, so there, there's another thing too that I want to hit that I just remember that we didn't talk about. But let's talk about this really quick, and then we can move on to this last thing. Because the last thing you guys might know about, but we didn't talk about talking about it, so it'll be kind of off the cuff. All right, so right now, um, this this article says there is a worldwide panic on the availability of vacuum tubes. EHX is Mike Matthews on the murky future of valve amps. Um, so Mike Matthews is saying that there's a worldwide panic on the availability of vacuum tubes. Um, so here's my initial reaction. Did you read the doesn't, article? Oh, is it a fucking joke? No, no, there's actual legitimate reasons and they explain it in the article. And so I just read that. No, no. Like I understand that, but here's my thing though. <laughs> so I, no. I don't always, 
I didn't. I didn't read the article. Here's my thing, though. Here's my thing. Does it EHX make vacuum tubes? Are they they produce vacuum tubes? They sell them. They do, and that's the exact point of the article. Is he saying that their I'm... their plant is at 100 percent capacity because um, one of the uh, plants in China, the Shenguang factory in China, is moving and is shut down production. Um, yeah. And so but it seems. The, there are only three places that make tubes anymore. There's the Chinese one. There's <laughs> the one in Slovakia. Um, right. I think like JJ Electronics. Um, and Tungsol. I think Tungsol is the Russian one, isn't it? New Sensor. I'm not sure. Anyway, so there's the Russian one too. And so um, they went from like lead times, they're saying lead times of a month to six months now everyone's at 100% capacity because there's right now there's more demand than supply so as is another you know we're having this global logistics issue right now right like we've been having it's impossible to get enough processors right, built but there's I want to yeah. make my point I want to make my point that I don't trust I don't trust the guy who, like who's in like who's selling a bunch of them to be like oh yeah they're going away and I'm not saying Mike Matthews is causing a scare. I just, I'm, I'm skeptical. I mean, that's all I'm saying. He's saying there's he a panic on the availability of vacuum tubes because everyone's back ordered right now. I know. I'm just saying I don't trust him. I, I don't trust okay. him. Man. Okay. Are you going anywhere with this or are you just saying? No, no, I, I was no. I was just saying, like, I mean, if you have, if you are the one supplying it, and you, you know, say, what is this going to do? It's going to make people want to buy up tubes. I mean, yeah, it, essentially, you're you're pouring gas on the fire. If there's already a panic, and you're making articles about a panic, panic buying is right. going to come. Up. This is toilet paper all over again. Yeah, and you know, you know who did really well during the toilet paper scare? Fucking Charmin. They did great. Did they? I mean, they sold a shitload of toilet paper. More than they normally would. Okay. What are you am I wrong? I don't know. Oh my gosh. What are I you was... mad that I'm not offering opinion on something I have no knowledge of? <laughs> no, it's the dismissiveness that it, it feels like. <laughs> Well, where you were jumping to conclusions without knowledge that that's where i'm being like well is there any evidence or is it just simply i i was it literally was speculation okay then my my skepticism is merited is it not i guess yeah (laughs) (laughs) so okay but these are made in such like large quantities i hope people listening to this feels awkward as we do right now (laughs) i don't understand why we're fighting (laughs) <laughs> like I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, not, I'm not yelling. I'm just confused. Yeah. Uh. Awkward that's silence. A, uh, we, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Our chemistry's yeah. off today, aren't we? I'm wearing shorts. That's why I'm wearing pants. <laughs> I told you if this episode sucks, it's because I'm wearing pants. That's the title. <laughs> uh. So here's a fun one. Everyone kept saying the future. I mean, they, there's been an article every couple of years about like the future of tubes and everyone being like, 
what are we going to do, right? Right. So there's okay, so a factory's moving, production's down, demand is apparently staying high, which is interesting because everyone keeps talking about the death of tube amps, right? Like there's right. no demand for it anymore. The Helix is going to kill the tube amp and yet there's still a shortage. Or at least like production was at demand levels and now it's tipped. So is, are we seeing a surge in demand for tubes all of a sudden? Other well, than yeah, a bunch of touring people... acts finally going back on tour and they might be bulking up? I f- What? Buying in bulk, you... fine. Okay. All right, but listen, here's uh, the thing that I have to say. Is that you yeah, have to have the idea more... in your head before you start saying I have an idea to say. Sometimes I just start a sentence and just <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> we just hope I hope I find my find I one hundred percent just caught you doing that, didn't I? Yeah, that's totally what happened. <laughs> well, I didn't know I knew what I wanted to say. All right, all right. I had the point and then I forgot the point when I started the sentence and then I remembered the point. Now I've forgotten my point again. What what was all right? So people are buying like crazy. They're buying new amps, and you gotta put tubes in these new amps too. I mean, like that's a big thing as well. I it's not. I don't think it's like people are going out and touring and and they're buying in, like you said, buying in bulk to get ready for tours and stuff like that. I think it's the fact that people are buying more amps. And also, one thing that's happening is, um, I feel like with the tubes, there's a lot of hybrid stuff going on, and that, that might have a lot to do with it. People, I think people are more getting getting more comfortable with the hybrid stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm talking about stuff that has like the solid state, uh, like two amplifier with a two preamp. Yeah, is there that much new stuff in that area though? Probably not. I was just that one I was bullshitting on. Um, oh, really? But yeah, just that thing, just that, just that. Okay, okay. Um, dick, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, (laughs) justified. Uh, <laughs> we've established yes <laughs> DS is being a jackass Scott's gonna be a dick I mean tube amps are viable now that we have things like the two notes stuff is becoming so prevalent the aux box things like that you're starting to see YouTubers mm-hmm. go back to tube amps yep. but is there that much on the user side that you're seeing I mean we, we were both kind of joking about how like we're not hanging out on Facebook anymore or much in the forums, but like, are you seeing a trend of that? I'm still seeing a lot of the, the modelers still become more and more mainstream. So, well, so back with my hybrid statement to make it justified. Um, I, I see a lot of people are kind of doing both now because it used to be like the line was in the, you know, draw the line in the sand. You're either tube or digital. And I feel like people are seeing, like you said, especially with like the two notes, and the uh, what is the thing called the Oxblood or Oxford or Oxbox, Oxbox? or the Waza tube amp expander? Let's let's make yeah, sure we're like you, including Roland and please send us one Roland. Yeah, um, be great. <laughs> well, so even even I was thinking about that. So I I've gotten rid of all of my uh, I got rid of my Geneva. I got rid of my um, Iridium. I sold that and uh, you just have your, your Waza Airs now, right? That and I've got my uh, I've got a, you know a few amps. And I've thought about just kind of messing with amps for, for a while again, too. Um, really, I'm, I'm going to save up and probably get a stomp. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's becoming so easy to use tubes, like you said, 
that I feel like a lot of people are going back to them. But I feel like I mean, with... you have all the two note stuff being built into amp heads now too, and a lot of mm-hmm. new ones. Like your favorite hat manufacturer, a uh, Rev. Um, <laughs> they uh, they do the two notes thing right in, so you don't even need a cab to run their heads. But it's I still, still can't believe too... someone got pissed off about that. Did someone get pissed off about it? Oh yeah, someone made a YouTube comment on the sixty cycle hum ch- uh, channel about it. Oh, that you should have given it to a kid or what? I don't know. I did give it to kids. I gave it to my kids. <laughs> like, uh-huh. That's that's they didn't have shirts for me, so I was like, oh, get hats for the kids. Actually, um, speaking of which, I just bought a new shirt, gear related. Oh my gosh! Why are you mad about that? I don't. I just don't want to know what it is. Oh, I kind of do. Tell us. Old blood. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. The one that just says O-B-N-E. Nice. So no one will know it's a guitar shirt when I'm wearing it, except for it's a black shirt. So it's a pretty safe bet that if it's a black shirt with writing on it, it's a guitar shirt. Hmm. Actually, if it's a shirt for me with writing on it, it's a guitar shirt. Yeah. Or something I'm working out in. Outside of that. (laughs) Who's backing up? Uh, someone in my neighborhood. Okay, that's your. Don't yeah. think it's me. Windows open La- here. Okay, all right. So, and here's the last thing we're going to talk about really quick, and then we're going to wrap this bad boy did you, up. Did you put something else in here? Nope. I'm. I didn't put it in yet. Well, I'm not putting it in at all. Uh, so. Oh lord. One of our friends in the gear world, John Cusack, owns a few companies. Um, he owns a company called Mojo Hand Effects. Uh, he purchased it from a gentleman named Brad a few years ago. One of the pedals they have is the, was it Mr. O? It is a phaser based off the Maestro phaser. Gibson sent them a cease and desist. What do you, th- at what point, do you think you've hit it big when Gibson sends you a cease and desist? What's it over? The font. The, oh. Oh, the the logo looks too close to the Maestro logo. So if you have a chance, oh, is it the same? It... If it's the same font, I think. Well, if the font is trademarked, yeah, no, I'm I'm not I'm not saying that John would be 100 in the right because I am not a uh, like trademark expert. I you know I'm not an expert on a lot of things. Um, but the thing is, is it's kind of crazy. Yeah, the Mr. O's Mr. O face shifter. So uh, they sent it to them and said, uh, you know, dear console, we represent Gibson. And uh, they own the trademark for the Maestro. Um, I'm guessing there it's the logo. Let's see. It's very similar. It's um oh this pedal hasn't been out for long it came out in march right so it's saying their use of the maestro mark which i don't uh, know if they I oh just the thing on the m maybe I, the only thing i see reminiscent is the m there's an yeah. extra serif on the on the on the top end of the m right um because the o's aren't even the same like and everything's lowercase instead of uppercase but okay 
Yeah, it is. So it's kind of crazy. Um, and I think it's so number one. Uh, Gibson doesn't realize who they messed with when they started picking with John Cusack. If, if it's in John Cusack's mind, it's on the internet very quickly. And and also, he will fucking obsess over it. Like you, you open up a can of worms. I would never want to be the, on receiving end of John Cusack's obsession. Um, the man is a like, oh my gosh, he is such a smart guy. Hmm. And it would just scare the crap out of me because I feel like he he's one of those people that just studies everything that he wants to. Well, it's Except interesting. For some reason, it's interesting that this news happened today because this this talk about like the Mister O phase shifter named after its creator Tom Oben Oberheim. Because didn't Behringer do something with Oberheim today too? I don't know. <sighs> Behringer returns the Oberheim logo to Tom Oberheim, saying it's the right thing to do. That came out today too. Wow, that's so weird. How those two things happen at the same time? Very weird. Well, because actually in 2019, Gibson did the same thing, actually returning the trademark um, to him. Huh. Interesting. Well, I don't know. I was, so I just, I thought that was interesting news that came out today. Um, I'm, I'm very interested to watch how this unfolds. Um, because, like I said, John John Cusack's one uh, smart feller. So, did you have to put it in the news? Yes, because it because it, it goes in our podcast release in our notes. Oh yeah, in the notes. All right. So, speaking of the notes, you can go check out the notes and go to see the effectsloop.com, which has links to all of our cool stuff, including our Patreon, our email, our YouTube, our Instagram, our Facebook group all that fun stuff um that was just way too simple there should be more to the ending right oh thanks to our patreon supporters uh go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and you too can join the elite that's pretty much yeah, it, is that right? what we're calling it the elite is that the new oh the new chat room name the elite hmm <laughs> But there's different levels. You can join Scott's Tots. You can go all the way do the $10 and do the uh, God Bless America level. Or you can pay whatever you want, and uh, Diaz will do something special for you. Are we starting in OnlyFans for Diaz? <laughs> yes. Listen, <laughs> if people wanted to pay to see me naked, I'd be naked. But they don't. That, that was... That's, Kylo, Kylo, calm down. Exactly. Yeah, that was him. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. For Kylo and Diaz and everybody, oh, this is the effects loop. I, thanks for listening. I'm. How, how do we end this? I don't know. I can't. That's what this is what happens when you guys mess with the end notes too much where it says I don't mess with them. (laughs) I don't I don't even know who did that one. (laughs) It's Chris. I did not do that one. What is me tube? Who did we are you gonna start a Facebook group? I mean, come on, guys. (laughs) Okay, I really don't mess with this. All right, for the effects loop, I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. I'm Scott.
and that's Kylo. And, that's Kylo. <laughs> and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. God, I hate your voice. <laughs> no, you don't. You made him mad. I like him. That's his secret. He's always angry. He's always moaning <laughs> that Diaz is doing yes. stupid crap. This, this is ridiculous. I know you're not hungry. That's probably it. You probably ate too fast. Now your tummy hurts. Yeah. Wow, he really does yeah. take after you. Oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> shut up, Kylo. Dude. Alright. Well, I guess that was an episode. That's what we're calling that it. That was an episode. What's the what's the title? What was it again? I'm not I can't write that. What? <laughs> no, that if this episode sucks, it's because I'm wearing pants or something like that. No, I thought we were going with uh, I don't know shit about fuck or something yeah, like that. You don't know shit about fuck, my man. Dude, you gotta watch that Robin Williams special. It's so great. Is it on something? I mean, other than the cocaine that Robin Williams was on. <laughs> I was about to say, he was on cocaine. Uh, let's see. On Broadway. 2002 film. Good post up content right now. Let it roll. Why is negativity always drawing out pics and every visualized love? Energized lives together, together. We undefeated. A plan to make weather's no gloves needed. When we weed into the mindset, we are live. Fuck it. I'll do it live. Every week. <laughs> yeah, it works though, right? Sure. Just make sure you throw it. This week is brought to you by Joke In and. Uh, I, for one, embrace our new overlords, and then <laughs> I, for one, embrace our new robot overlords. I'm trying to think of what other de- whatever jokes DS tries to pull off every week, like he's never said them before. Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> I'm like that one. <laughs> how about how about that's week. a that's every a new week. one. That's a new one. Fuck you, Scott. This episode's brought to you by Fuck You, Scott. It's my new product I'm coming out with. You just turn that into it. This okay. <laughs> what did I turn it into? You just the pulled fuck? another one of the this week's brought to you by jokes right into that one too after being called out on it. Welcome to the effects loop. I'm Diaz. <laughs> I'm Chris. And I'm Scott. <laughs> and we're keeping you in the loop with the guitar community. <laughs>